Hi, Dr. Moore here. What if I told you that salt and mineral blocks and rocks are killing our horses? I know, I know, you've been using them all your life, especially blocks, but rocks, though newer to the horse market, are just as bad. You know, it took me a long time to figure this out, but I'm certain that salt and mineral blocks or rocks are killing our horses, and here's why. First, horses are not lickers. They they just simply can't lick fast enough to get what they need fast enough for when they need it. That's why they often bite, chew, or scrape blocks or rocks with their teeth. Let me give you a situation where this scenario is deadly for a horse, even cows or any grazing animal for that matter. Grass is a living, breathing organism. Pasture grasses needs change hour to hour. When the horses have serious problems like colic, even laminitis, usually in the spring, after the first frost, when a front is moving in, a weather change, you know they do. During these times, one can only you know, assume that grass would be trying to pull as much water up into the blade as possible just to survive. That weather threat, sort of like us storing water if we knew a hurricane was coming. Well, here's the key and what's deadly. Horses use the potassium molecule to pull water into the plant. Potassium, like nitrogen and phosphorus, is typically all that's used in our fertilizer, fertilizers today. You know, the, the, the 10, 10, 10 types, the 20, 20, 20 fertilizers. It's what all the stores have. You know, but folks, potassium is deadly to horses if they get too much in a short period of time and they can't balance the excess potassium with free choice, loose salted mineral, not rocks or blocks. See, potassium can change the pH or the acidity of the gut instantly. And if it's not instantly balanced with free choice, loose salt and mineral, it can be catastrophic. Sudden colic, laminitis, abortion in your marriage, just to name a few are the likely results. You know, a horse just can't lick a block or rock fast enough to prevent this rapid gut change from this potassium issue. They must have free choice, loose salt and minerals at all times, no question. This is so important that when a front is moving in or a weather change is expected on our farm, we go pasture to pasture to make sure they're not out of red cow. You know, potassium is just such an issue that it's, you know, it's even already a genetic issue in quarter horses with, they call it HYPV. You know, it's just so critical that you understand this. Horses must have pre-choice loose salt and minerals at all, at all times. It's a cation-anion, positive-negative ion relationship. It's all chemistry. It's all figured out. And I've got it explained in a more technical-oriented article called Why Red Cow. It's in the library section. So if, you know, if you're technical and you need to see the specifics, go there. But now here's why you specifically want red cow instead of other free-choice loose salt and minerals. You know, when I discovered that most salt is made for industrial use, is killed, dried, bleached, and dead, man, I about croaked. Then when I discovered that many minerals are other industries' leftovers, yes, waste products of other industries, often contaminated with heavy metals, I did croak. You know, even typical sea salt may be an issue. Now, the oceans from where sea salt comes from are full of mercury. That's a fact. I don't even use fish oil for myself unless it's made from anchovies. Big fish accumulate mercury, but that's another whole story. But bottom line, red cow comes from ancient seabeds, not the oceans of today. Three ancient seabeds from three different parts 
of the U.S., pockets of what used to be oceans that are now deserts and so on. You know, it has not only pristine ancient seabed salt, but essentially contains every mineral known to man. There are probably even micronutrients in, in, in the red cow that we haven't even discovered yet. You know, such such maybe being the missing links to a lot of issues. You know, the fact that red cow has risen to our number one selling product just absolutely blows my mind, especially considering the huge price difference, too, of just typical salt. You know, the typical salt to kill, dry, bleach, dead stuff. You know, consider this as a reason for red cow and not dead salt. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the term chelation. This is the reason. Consider this as well. Sort of where one thing is attached to another to make the other more bioavailable or more effective. You know, typically these chelation products are man-made and they're good. You know, essentially man just coats a mineral with a protein or amino acid. But what if Mother Nature naturally chelated? Wouldn't that be even better? Think about all that organic material that was once in those oceans, the seaweed, the dead species of whatever was once there. All that organic material is still in red cow and it's attached to all the minerals naturally. You know, Mother Nature's natural chelation process. And who has better nutrition than Mother Nature? You know, certainly not man. Every day, every horse should have access to red cow. Now, you'll notice a difference, I promise. Every horse needs it. It's hard to say specifically what difference you will see, but every horse has its own deficiencies or imbalances. Almost every horse is out of balance. For sure, for sure, it's absolutely impossible to get a balanced diet from just hay, grass, or even feed from a bag. You know, hay is full of fertilizer. Our soils are so deficient in vitamins and minerals from overgrazing and using fertilizers and expecting to get a properly balanced vitamin mineral diet from a commercially bagged feed, it just can't be done. I don't care what brand of feed you use unless your horse is getting exactly the amount of feed each day that your bag says your horse needs, then he or she is either getting too much or too little of the vitamins, minerals, and enzymes, et cetera, that was added to the grain in the bag. Now, listen to my audio, watch my video, or read the articles at www.whattofeedyourhorse.com, or just go to the library section on this site to evaluate this whole situation, you know, and, and see a more economical way to feed your horses anyway. But for sure, red cow is the single most healthy supplement you should have available for your horses at all times. And let me say this. By the way, there's only two reasons, only two, why a horse would not eat red cow immediately, you know, when you put it out to them. And pay attention here because one of them is potentially deadly. See, the potassium molecule is so similar to the salt molecule that it can sometimes trick the brain into saying, I don't need salt. You know, I'm satisfied. The second reason is easy to fix. You forgot to move the, remove the salt or mineral block from the pasture. You know, throw them to the deer or in the waste can or something. Again, they're useless because they can't get what they need, what they need when they need it. By the way, they can also overconsume what they don't need in these man-made products, trying to get what they do need, and what they do need may not even be in there to begin with. You know, man doesn't know everything, so just get rid of these blocks and rocks. Now they're totally useless, potentially deadly. So if you so if your horse should not eat red cow, then I suggest to be sure that you know, to make sure the potassium is balanced, put a tablespoon or two directly onto the feed each day. Directly onto the food. 
but be sure to still make it available free choice for when they really need it in those weather change times or when the grass or, you know, even in the spring after being on uh, heavily fertilized hay all winter, you know, that could be an issue. So just hang, the simplest way is just hang an extra plain old feed bucket in the stall or out on a fence post with a hay string and make sure there's always an inch or two in the bottom. You know, rain even makes it better, or if they tend to play with the bucket, just wet it down. You know, and some horses sometimes sometimes play with the buckets and they try to dump it out. Well, just make sure there's an inch or so in there. Wet it if you need to. Rain makes it better because it makes it like a um, sticky, soft clay that they can still get a big gulp of if they need it fast enough. And when it rains, just pour the water off the top. And, um, you know, you never even have to wash the bucket. You just keep adding a little fresh red cow to keep an inch or so in the bottom, you know, at all times. Um, you know, a word of caution, though. Don't be surprised if when you first put the red cow out, they really chow down on it. If they eat it, they need it, regardless of how much they eat. As long as they have free, ex free access to water, too, you know, it's only healthy, even if they ate the whole bag at one time. Generally, though, and thank goodness for economic sakes, once they get themselves balanced out, they eat only an ounce or two a day. So a bag lasts a long time, typically about 200 days. So it's very economical once you get through that craving stage of balancing. So to quickly summarize, and I've kept you long enough already, every horse should have free access to red cow every single day. This will help prevent more issues than you can ever imagine. It will pay for itself and fewer vet bills for sure. Finally, if they don't eat it at first, put a tablespoon or so onto the feed each day, but still make red cow available free choice because of the potassium issues we discussed. Even if they don't appear to be eating this free choice, have it there just in case. You know, providing red cow is without a doubt, that, without a doubt, in my opinion, the single most healthy thing you can do for your horse. No question. Thanks so much for listening. Dr. Moore.